Hi all, this is RV Empath, and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP, RV Empath for the Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. <laughs> How are you doing? There's a lot of energy out there, so let's get right to it, shall we? So a quick recap astrologically. Um, we'll go back to the 14th of September, I think. There was an opposition between the Sun and Neptune retrograde. Stress. And again, I, I skip over like smaller aspects, just so you know. Uh, or I, I talk about the ones that I'm particularly drawn to. Just as a general disclaimer, I don't, I don't uh, talk about them all is what I'm trying to say. Mars on the 14th moved into Libra. And then on the 16th, we had an inconjunct between the Sun and Jupiter retrograde. We had a trine between Sun and Pluto retrograde. Healing. We had a square on the 17th between Venus and Saturn retrograde. A couple of inconjuncts on the 18th and the 20th, which is today, the time of this recording. One inconjunct, otherwise known as a quincunx, was between Mercury and Neptune retrograde. And then the other one that occurred today was between Venus and Chiron retrograde. Mm. Now, today is a big day for a couple of other reasons. Mercury trine Jupiter retrograde and a full moon. Woohoo! A full moon in Pisces, to be precise. Yay! What is not to like about that? Pisces is very spiritual, very intuitive, sensitive, emotional, creative. So, and it's a beautiful full moon tonight. I just saw it a little bit ago. So uh, take some time to think about what you want to celebrate in terms of goals that you've met or things that are kind of moving forward in whatever way, small and large for you in terms of your dreams, um, healing and finishing up like karmic energetic cycles, no small thing. That's huge. And it's a process. So it's good to be gentle with ourselves and give ourselves encouragement along the way. You know, I think it's kind of normal to have setbacks and to be pretty bummed out and depressed from time to time. But the important thing is to allow it and then shift out of it. It usually takes me, it can, it can differ but it takes me um, anywhere from like a day to a few days to come to some sort of um, inner space where I'm ready to move on or, I, you know, I heal and I, I do, I use tools from my toolkit, my personal toolkit to help me understand it the situation or reframe it or figure out like what I can actively do if anything 
to help shift the situation, forgiveness work, um, working on calming the mind, getting like balanced. And then usually I come to some sort of breakthrough, which is a great thing. And I think that happens, that's like a, that's the way that problems and issues commonly get worked out, or at least one of them, one of the ways anyway. So yeah, I just want to encourage you to just, sometimes it takes a little while is what I'm saying, but if we stick with it and we stay determined to uh, heal the troublesome difficulties that we encounter, it happens. But we have to want it, like we have to focus on it and make it a goal for it to to happen more easily, right? That makes sense. All right. Uh, and ground it all, intend it all, and energy for the highest good for all, yourself included, and most benevolent outcome for all, yourself included. And then, um, and there you go. <laughs> so, looking out over the week, um, there's a quintile tomorrow between Venus and Pluto retrograde. Venus is in Scorpio, Pluto retrograde is in Capricorn. Quintiles are places of genius within. And look, look for something there because it can be quite healing, I imagine. Scorpio is Phoenix rising from the ashes. Empower, healthy empowerment, or there's a chance for healthy empowerment. And Pluto rules Scorpio. So the fact that Venus is in Scorpio and it's quintile Pluto means that it there's a an opportunity there for healing and it it's Pluto is more emphasized so and then it has likely something to do with long-term goals or who you are in the world and overcoming obstacles because Pluto is in Capricorn still now um and I'm noticing a lot of twos. Very interesting. It's at um, Venus is at 12 minutes and 22 seconds. Is that what that is? But at any rate, and then Pluto's at 24 minutes and 22 seconds when the quintile is exact. But so there's lots of uh, lots of twos. <laughs> which is cool. Anyway, I'm just noticing that if you're into numbers, there's also, ooh, and very interesting on the 22nd, the next day, I noticed there's a square between Mercury and Pluto retrograde. And again, lots of twos, but it's 24-22 and 24-22. Wow. <laughs> so, um, that is happening on the 22nd. So, square with Pluto is always, whoo, that can be tough. But, like again, I talked about, it usually presents some sort of um, ability to have a breakthrough in terms of healing. But, y it, it can be, you gotta want it. <laughs> 
It can, it can be tough. It can be a bit of a test. Mercury is all about our mind, how we communicate what we're learning. It's in Libra. And again, the Pluto retrograde is in Capricorn. So look more into that, should you feel so called. That's on the 22nd. The square ac- asks for some sort of action on our parts. And uh, it's usually has to do with like a stressful or frustrating situation. Now, also on the 22nd, the sun moves into Libra. That's good. And again, Libra is about relationships, balance. Um, It is ruled by Venus. It is one-on-one relationships, partnerships. So it's a good time to focus on that. Who we are, who we are with the people around us that we share our lives with. On the 23rd, Venus is opposite Uranus retrograde. There's potential for a little stress there as well because it's in opposition. But it's Venus. Venus is beauty, harmony, love, money. Uh, Uranus is unexpected change and epiphany. Epiphanies. It's retrograde too. And it is in the sign of Taurus, which has to do with, and Venus rules Taurus. So that has to do with finances, our values, our skills and talents. Hmm, You might come up with some kind of, uh, some kind of idea as to what to do for work or some sort of new work project. Um... Venus is in Scorpio. So maybe some, also something healing that has to do with your self-worth. That could definitely be part of it. Scorpio, again, is endings, beginnings, power, control, um, intimacy, sex, death, and taxes, as the old joke goes. As the as the old saying goes, um, it's also about so it's about healthy empowerment, really, because the uh, true true power that people have, I believe, is power within, power over the self, and uh, like healthy empowerment, which is every day look for ways to be and stay. Calm and balanced. Yay. (laughs) So, where was I? The opposition between Venus and Uranus. That's on the 23rd. The 25th, we have Mars trine Saturn retrograde. Finally. Ooh, something. (laughs) I always like to see trines because they are, you know, quite positive. And we could all use a little more positivity. Mars is our passion, moving forward, reaching goals. Saturn is hard work, who we are in the world, long-term goals, overcoming obstacles. Now, 
Mars is in Libra. There's a lot of emphasis on Libra. And Saturn is in Aquarius. Saturn retrograde. Remember, all these planets, a lot of them are still retrograde. Inner, inner, inner. Now, Aquarius is about new ideas, innovation, epiphanies, humanitarianism, rebelliousness. So see what comes up. It definitely something related to work could be come to the forefront of things. That's the 25th. The 27th, Mercury goes retrograde in the sign of Libra. Well, howdy do. Another retrograde. And we're feeling it now because there's a, like a three-week shadow period beforehand, before and after. And then it's actually re retrograde for three weeks itself. So, it uh, actively goes a retrograde on the 27th. Okie doke. And remember, Mercury retrograde times are, uh, it's always good to double check paperwork, edit, like double check any kind of, um, pro you know, anything written, documents, projects, travel plans, uh, anything having to do with technology. Even if you're going on a trip, check the tires. Make sure the car has enough oil. Stuff like that. Miscommunications can happen as well. So if something is important and you're sending a message, you want to make sure that it's been received the way that you uh, originally intend. And it's not miscommunicated or it didn't get lost somewhere along the way. That kind of thing. So... All right, and then um, the 29th, and then I will stop there. There's two trines, so that's a good place to stop. There's On the 29th, Venus trine Neptune retrograde, and the Sun trine Saturn retrograde. And uh, I'll cover that next week as well, because that's, that is... Um, the 29th is the middle of next week. So we will cover that um, in the next podcast. But having two trines is very nice. I'm looking forward to it for sure. So this week is, you know, just kind of do your best. <laughs> it's a bit of a hard, it's a bit of a slog for everyone, I think, right now. Um, uh, take, take care of yourself, get lots of rest and, and, uh, proper food and water. And that's really the best we can do <laughs> just to care for ourselves the best we can, as much as we can connect with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. And that's very important. And then learn how to balance out energies being highly sensitive if you're overwhelmed take a break lay down for a bit um, utilize earplugs to get some quiet uh, understand how eating certain things affects you and your energy levels stuff like that <laughs> it sounds boring 
but it's well worth it. All right, moving on to the guidance card portion of the podcast. I use the Osho Zen Tarot, and uh, I'm going to now shuffle and ground the cards in energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to do some conscious breathing and clear your mind as I'm doing this, and I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. So, overall card for listeners to be conscious of in the next, in this upcoming week or when you listen to these podcasts. You know, I kind of think you could skip around and listen to different podcasts too. Remember, I did a whole year's worth of podcasts from March 2020 to March 2021. Five days a week. So that's pretty cool. If nothing else, it's like a piece of history. <laughs> um, going, getting through that first uh, part of the pandemic. That year, March, March to March. Ooh. Lots of change still going on, of course. And uh, stay safe. There's lots to consider in terms of um, you know, take, taking care of oneself as, as best you can. You know, the cards, nothing's turning over yet. It's made a little noise here and there. But nothing has turned over or flipped out so patience patience keeps coming up too Uh, that's like a common theme that I keep hearing repeated here we go four of wands participation four of wands is a beautiful card of happy home it's uh, the freedom card as well 1111 but it has to do with um, celebrations marriages uh, graduations birthdays like really really celebratory energy but also just having like a happy healthy home it's a beautiful energy who doesn't want that right making our homes our sanctuaries and remember we can be home like wherever we are because a lot of people are getting displaced right right now or they have been for a while Um, and it's important in times of great change like that to um, gosh Uh, I just it sounds a little easy to say but it it is super important to, to look for the good and uh, to, to care for ourselves as much as we can in times of stress, just like I was talking about before. But um, also, there is something to 
looking for resources, looking for answers, um, adapting, you know, downsizing, um, and I, I, you know, it's funny. Sometimes I can talk at great length about this because I have experienced financial hardship myself and I did take like drastic measures to deal with it. So I know uh, personally that, that it can be done. Now, that doesn't mean that it's easy uh, by any means. But I tend to find that when uh, anyone who takes action towards something and like healthy action, there tends to be some kind of uh, positive result for the most part. But it can be very, very difficult to, I mean, change can be very, very difficult for people. Anyway, let's just see what else the cards have to say. Um, Instead of listening to me drone on. Okay, I'm gonna, there's some more sitting here, quite a lot actually. Um, Let's see what they have to say. Oh, nine of swords, sorrow. Yeah, maybe let's let the cards talk for me instead of me because I'm not really feeling it. Um, you know, usually I can be very passionate and very like I f- uh, very inspirational, or at least I feel that energy. But um, right now, I'm hoping the cards will speak for me because I'm. It's not coming through the way I want it to. So nine of swords, sorrow. This very much can have to do with massive change and feeling uprooted and displaced. Nine of swords is the uh, nightmare card. It is the anxieties and worries and fears that keep us up at night. On this card in the Osho Zen, it shows a monk who is in grief, a state of grief and mourning very very glum and like about to put his head in his hands but you can see outer space like behind him and that is always connection with god universal energy source spirit so it's just a reminder to keep that connection open and the next card is the empress creativity because um, it's, it, it's a beautiful energy. Um, because we got to, like, remember how we create our own lives, right? I mean, we're not just, we're not only, um, uh, you know, at the whims of energies around us. We have input into it as well. I kind of, I personally subscribe a a bit to the Forrest Gump philosophy which is like fate has a little bit to it and free will has a little bit to it as well so this features a beautiful woman with stars in her hair reaching for the moon she's surrounded with flower imagery water um, uh, sacred geometry spirals beautiful rainbow spectrum healing 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 uh the contrast of these two cards is remarkable and beautiful i love it okay what else 
so uh, reach for the Empress energy when we're feeling like Nine of Swords. Next card is, is Knight of Pentacles, slowing down. Wow. Um, this is the tortoise getting close to that lake with the sparkling light and the rainbow spectrum as well. Yum. Now, Knight of Pentacles is moving forward, but in a slow and deliberate way, which is just fine. Slow and steady gets you there. And what comes next? The Emperor. This is gorgeous. So we have divine counterparts here. We've got the Empress and the Emperor. Now, I just want to tell you, since I started, there's the Four of Wands, which is the main card. And then there are all these cards telling a little story, right? About um, dealing with anxiety, dealing with, you know, because in terms of, I was talking about the happy home and having a sanctuary. And it occurred to me that so many people now are uh, very unhappy when it comes to home. Um, and that's, and I'm looking to offer more insight into that with, with these cards. Okay, what I'm trying to say, the first card, that Nine of Swords, Sorrow, it is gray. There's like the mists of the mind surrounding this monk. He's wearing a brown, um, you know, brown fabric. But that's, and then there's the night sky you can kind of see through the, like the window behind him. But it's all drab and dreary, except for that little glimpse of, of the, the night sky. These other cards that have followed since are beautiful. They are all rainbow spectrum. And I am telling you, just holding them and looking at them is like filling me up with so much good energy. So again, we have the, the Empress, the Knight of Pentacles, and now the Emperor. And he's titled the Rebel. He is breaking chains around his feet. He's got an eagle friend. He's got wings himself. He's holding a torch. Beautiful rainbow fabrics. I mean, this guy is large and in charge. He is buff. And remember, the Empress, she has all the energies of the queens. And the Emperor has all the energies of the kings. So they are, you know, it's the be all end all of talk about healthy empowerment. Oh, my word. I mean, like strong empowerment. All right. Now we have again another rainbow colored card. The Queen of Pentacles flowering. This is like getting the Empress twice because this card always reminds me of the Empress. She is a beautiful woman sitting on a lotus flower holding her hands in a meditative way, um, flowers in her hair, beautiful jewelry. Uh, she's wearing a necklace of astrological signs around her neck. There's flowers, there's outer space, there's water. There's, it's just gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. It's titled flowering for goodness sakes. So, <laughs> um, it's like double empress. It's unbelievable. What's this last card? Okay, now we have five of swords. <laughs> so five of swords is titled comparison. 
and it's a five so it is intense and um, it is uh, the sort of energy that you want to shift out of because it can if we stay too long in the five energies it can be very very difficult for us so five of swords can be um, it's it's not a fun energy it, there could be deceit um, winning at all costs like kind of an aggressive um, battle type of mentality or you know clashing um, with others or within the self um, it's yucky it's it's like yucky energy now and swords has to do with the mind remember um, this card in Osho Zen it's titled comparison it features an oak tree and a bamboo and it's kind of like how do you compare the two and it's a bit of a um, exercise in frustration for us to even try to compare ourselves with others because we're all individual and uh, it, it's just not it, it what's the word I'm looking for it's not fruitful like it's not um, hmm, it's not even doable like it's not you we can't compare ourselves like to anyone else we're our own creation going back to that empress creativity so these two intense energies nine of swords and five of swords are flanking the uh, empress knight of pentacles uh, emperor and queen of pentacles um, so it's beautiful beautiful energy so keep moving slowly forward Queen of Pent again, Pentacles is about finances, home, health, security, uh, family. And um, Emperor and Empress is, is uh, beautiful, the be-all, end-all in terms of empowerment. So feel it, work it, um, look for it, <laughs> um, focus on it, intend it bottom of the deck is nine of pentacles again so there's a lot of pentacle energy here and we're talking about home pentacle is about the home and nine of pentacles specifically is about uh, financial abundance in independence personal sovereignty in the Osho Zen it features a little glimpse of outer space again which is always divine energy there and it's like a uh, there's an apple tree or a, a plum bush and the fruit a piece of fruit is falling and it speaks of divine timing because the the fruit and the food and the crops and the blooms and what have you whatever is being grown it it grows in its own time and its own cycles and the, the fruit the crops are ready to harvest when they're ready the fruit falls off the tree when it's ready and it's um, there's something to that so it's imp so important for us to remember that and bring it back around to patience remember we all started with patience patience is you know one of the e it's such an easy concept but it's so hard it's so hard to actually do or have or be but also it's super important so that's why you know keep 
keep working, keep working it, you know, uh, Ho'oponopono, forgiveness stuff, work on energy work, clearing the mind, lowering the inner thermostats, clearing out the muck and yuck on the daily, very necessary. And um, keep on keeping on with that Knight of Pentacles step by step. All right. And don't compare yourself with others. Waste. Wasted time. That's kind of like what I was searching for. It's such a waste. Waste of energy. Waste of thought. It's not worth it. So. I hope that was helpful. That's it for today. Stay tuned for more. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the light. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.